Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And we're officially in the 90s, making us nostalgic as fuck for Gen Y listeners. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I can't believe we're at 90 episodes already. Yeah, we're technically more, but officially 90 90 as far as... regular episodes. Yeah. I'm using I mean, we had our weird, like, do we separate TV movies and games, or do we have them all together? So we've kind of shifted with that stuff. So we're, we're in this middle ground of... We probably have more episodes than we technically should, but... Or less. Or less, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Devil's advocate over here, huh? Either way, we've come a long way. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, write in dtfpod.gmail.com. Let us know if we should separate gaming from movies and TV. Or do you like it all together? Yeah, we go back and forth on the issue, and we haven't gotten a lot of feedback. I'm a a people pleaser. (laughs) Yeah. Even though I tend to just piss them off. Yeah, we do. I like to try to please people. We want to make it easier for listeners. So if you prefer not to hear about one half of our content, please. <laughs> one third. Well, yeah. Depending on the week. I guess you're right. Movies and TV is two things and games it's together. are one thing. I love okay. it together. Whatever. It's technically two things. I'm just thinking of the episodes where we have like a huge like game thing. Anyway. Yeah. Get it. We're bigger. So yeah. But. Point is, write in if you have opinions and want us to hear them. We would love to know. Mm. <laughs> There's no thing called the internet you could post your opinions on. Yeah. So, use us. Yes. As that fest. Of course. But you could also just go to social media. Go to our DTF on Twitter. Go to our DTF on Facebook. Yes. Let us know there. Wherever yes. you feel like letting us know. Yes. You want to send a Western Union message you do that yeah whatever. might cost you some money but you go for it whatever works for you <laughs> all right well i mean we are in the week leading into may the 4th be with you yes so happy that day for anybody who celebrates mm-hmm. which is basically uh, almost everybody yeah <laughs> social media is essentially just Star Wars all over. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to see? I was thinking about this. Is there a thing for Marvel stuff that's like, may the 4th be with you? Like, mm-hmm. will there be a day that's officially Marvel? Marvel Day, basically. Yeah. I mean, if it already exists, I it, I probably just done. Yeah. But I was trying to think, like... I mean, with it. Do they have a slogan that they've already put into to a, one of the shows or the movies that's going to be like shifting to a day? You know, like May the Fourth has become May the Fourth be with you. I don't think we have one yet. So why Disney? Again, yeah. I'm the idea guy. Yeah. Hire me. <laughs> why have you not implemented a phrase that ties to a date? Yeah. Into something to essentially like make that day. Yeah. For Marvel stuff. To further your marketing. Yeah. You know, we've been waiting so long for a Marvel movie. Maybe they'll make a July 9th Marvel Day. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, is... Is there any way to tie in Black Widow to a date? I was... I was. One I was thinking was, 
oh, uh, in the year 3000, we could, yeah. <laughs> we could do. <laughs> I love you 3000. I love you 3000. Yeah, you know, a that could be like away. the New Year's like yeah, yeah. celebration. And yeah. I was like, well, I, I'll be dead. I would like to experience uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I even did the math. I was like, how old would I be? Yeah. As though I had a chance to maybe be there. Who knows? Maybe you'll be at that like point. a head in a jar at this point. Yeah. I'd be you just know? feet dropping the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Running for president with like a robotic body. Hell yeah. <laughs> Who's Tell, to say? Telling people that I am not a crook. Yeah. You don't know. That's not how it's going to be. <laughs> Nobody knows at this point. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But in the meantime. Yeah. We do have some new releases coming at you this coming week. Mm-hmm. Uh, right off the top, we have uh, Amazon Prime has a movie named Breach, uh, which looks <laughs> really good or bad, depending on your... <laughs> yeah. It, it looks so bad, it's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> it came out in 2020. It, it drops on Amazon Prime on May 9th, and we will be watching the shit out of it, and we'll let you know. Uh, it has Bruce Willis, Thomas Jane, and a couple of other big names um, in, like, a space alien zombie... It it's, looks it like do... it's trying to be aliens, yeah, but cheesy as fuck, with the tone of the video game franchise Dead Space. It, it yeah. feels like the creatures yeah. look like those kind of entities. Uh-huh. But also, like, what did you... You said they look like liquors? Oh, there's... Well, there's... Presumably, it's, like, the queen of right. their... yeah. <laughs> alien, whatever, zombie situation. Yeah. It looked just straight up like a liquor from Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. And people are like, what kind of porn does this guy <laughs> watch? What is a liquor? Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds if like... you don't know, be... you can't afford it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and on the subject of May the 4th be with you, Disney Plus has something ever, a lot of people have been waiting for. Star Wars The Bad Batch, Episode 1, mm-hmm. airs on May 4th. And this is the spinoff of the final season for The Clone Wars that they came out with last year. Yes. I'm interested in it, but I'm a little hesitant that it's going to be, I don't know. It just, I didn't, this was probably the weakest part of that finale because it was like a three-part event where they had four episodes for different groups of characters. Mm -hmm. This was one of them. Mm -hmm. And I would say this was probably the weakest of the four Mm. or of the three for me. But I'll check it out. I haven't seen any of them, to be honest, so. Yeah, it's basically just a group of clone troopers who are like different than all the other ones. Like they have like weird deformities you would say i guess okay. that make them stand out completely visually different and got it they may or may not have superpowers so we're going to be doing that thing that we tend to do where you you are very familiar with something and i am not at all and mm-hmm. we both consume it in some way or vice versa yeah so this will be another one of those cool maybe we'll make a side podcast about the show and we'll call it the opposite batch <laughs> i was gonna say the bad podcast i don't <laughs> They should, there should be an all women podcast dedicated to this show. Yeah. And they could call themselves the Bad Biatch. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Somebody should do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Also. Well, I look forward to whoever does that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, the Simpsons slash Star Wars short is going to be uh, on Disney Plus this week. 
I think on the same day, yes, on May the 4th, most yeah. likely, yeah, based on what I'm about May the 4th to. <laughs> celebrations. Yeah. Maggie Simpson in The Force Awakens from its nap. Yeah. I watched the other short that they had a while back where it was like her getting a boyfriend or something at kindergarten and it was it was all right. It was like 7 minutes long or something uh-huh. really short. So don't expect anything big out of this. It's just basically them being able to match these properties now that they own them both. Yeah, yeah. Cross promote. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, it sounds like it'll be fun. We'll check it out maybe. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's like a, it should be less than 10 minutes. So yeah, exactly. We'll probably talk about it next time. Uh I guess in a, a little bit of a correction on my part, I forgot to tell everyone that Tenet came out last week to HBO Max. That was my bad. I missed it in the enormous batch of things that was on May 1st. But in mm-hmm. case you were waiting for it, Tenet is on HBO Max now. So go check that out if you haven't already. Um, and also 300 Rise of an Empire comes out May 3rd. The normal movie, but yeah. I was like, let's put this motherfucker on. Yeah. Because we had a good time watching this one. Is this the, the sequel? Or the yes, first? this okay. is like the... The ape The one with the were-ape, <laughs> yes. People are going to watch it and be like, where's this were-ape? I don't see any such creature. Oh, man, that was good. Just, just know it's there. It's there. There's a were-ape And if you city. figure it out... <laughs> Uh, also on HBO Max, May 6th is the first episode of That Damn Michael Che, which uh, is a six-episode comedy series that's going to have sketches and vignettes and some other stuff. And it's obviously, in case anybody doesn't watch SNL, he's one of the hosts of the Weekend Update. So if anybody enjoys Michael Che on uh, SNL and you enjoy his comedy, even though he has writers on that show, mm. I, he's probably also funny because he delivers the lines well. So He reminds me of... Who's the guy? Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Like I can see that. The way he is on SNL, like I feel like it's he he laughs too easily. Okay. When he's doing the show. Oh, but I love Jimmy Fallon. I think he's hilarious. So that that doesn't sound. That I'm sounds not like, saying that they're oh. terrible people. Oh, I'm just okay. saying like Jimmy Fallon would always break character he, yeah, and laugh at, at the skits fair. and shit they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kind of seems like he does the same thing. He does. Yeah. I'm not sure how it works, but I think when I've watched Weekend Update, at least lately, I feel like they have someone writing these jokes for them, and they haven't seen them prior. That's that's how... Well, don't they have, from what I've seen watching it with you a little bit, the two guys, there's yes. him and the other guy who yeah. was in Tom and Jerry, whatever. Yes, uh, Colin Jost. It seems like they make their own jokes about each other. Yeah, I know that they do sometimes write ones for the other person, but I think there's other writers that are writing yeah, these that's as what well. I was and to say, so, is they write each other's jokes and yeah, then they try have to, to like, say get them, each other, even though they want to. And like, yeah. of course, this guy always makes racist jokes. <laughs> yeah, that and he makes knows Colin he's Jones say them. Say. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, this could be funny. So it's going to start on HBO Max on May 6th. If anybody wants to check that out. Um, also on HBO Max. So got a lot of stuff this week. May 8th, there will be Greenland, which was a movie that released in 2020. This has Gerard Butler and Marina Baccarin. It's like a disaster movie about like a comet coming towards Earth and some drama. Hitting Greenland? Yeah, probably. 
I was unclear on whether they were fleeing from or to Greenland, but... Okay. Uh, I was just making a joke. Is, yeah. Is that actually a part of the plot? I I I gathered that it's related okay. to the country Greenland. We'll find out, I but guess. But I didn't want to read too May far 8th. so it wasn't spoiled or for me. Mate. Mate. I don't yeah. know why people waste their time it's saying... It's obviously mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Hulu has on May 5th, Shadow in the Cloud, which is a new release this year. This has... Speaking of Tom and Jerry. Yes, speaking of. Good call. Chloe Grace Moretz stars in this as a female World War II pilot traveling with some crazy secret documents on a B-17 fighter plane. But then there's also monsters. <laughs> so, They're gremlins, right? They're gremlins. I guess, yeah. It, just, it seems fair. A, I mean, you were like, option. that's not a thing. Like, it's I definitely a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. But so you start out with this like fairly grounded thing of, oh, it's a woman fighter pilot in World War II. So everybody's I was, like, oh, no well, fucking way. A... She can't do this. And then it's like, wait, there's monsters too? <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, this this trailer definitely took a twist. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I expected this to just be like a, like a feel inspirational, good, like, you can do it situation. <laughs> female power yes. during a world war. Yeah. And then, oh, oh no, oh, this is an action movie actually monsters. with gremlins taking yeah. out a... A B-17. Yeah. And her being like, not on my shift. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking do we this. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be also on our watch list. And Peacock actually has something, which is exciting. <laughs> the new show Girls 5 Eva, I think is how you say it. Uh, is 5 Eva Eva? 5 Eva 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 Eva? Yeah. <laughs> Um, comes out, uh, premieres on May 6th on the service. I think that means, I think it's going to be on like NBC as well, but I couldn't tell exactly. Anyway, it's produced mm-hmm. by Tina Fey. Um, and it's a, I guess it's a Peacock original, so maybe that doesn't mean. Anyway, it's a musical comedy series about a 90s girl group who gets a chance at a comeback after mm-hmm. like a modern day rapper samples their song. Trying to, try to cash in on the 90s nostalgia, huh? Hell yeah. Uh, too late. Yeah, we already did it. We already did it. Stop <laughs> trying to be a group of the bad biatch. <laughs> so I uh, have heard about this show that it was going to be a thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. Because the name sounded dumb as hell. This isn't Pussy Riot or whatever they're called, right? Pussy Riot? No, it's not. I got the name right? Yeah. It was like Russian group or something? Yes. Not about them, no. Hmm. Um, Is it Josie and the Pussycats? No. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but now that I know that this is a, a lot Tina... Of, a lot of female groups like the word pussy in their name, yeah. I just realized. Yeah. Anyway, once I realized that Tina Fey was producing this and uh, I really understood the plot, now I'm like, okay, I'm slightly interested. Because originally I was like, now nah, that sounds dumb, but now it's clearly like a comedy. And I'm So it's interested. like making fun of the idea of a girl I, group? That's my assumption. So is this kind of like... Destiny's Child. Yeah, or like Spice Girls or something like that. Okay, that's a more valid one. Yeah. <laughs> something like that where they try to do a reunion and get back together. And mm, then I you see. could tell that they do have one. Sarah Bareilles, you know her? Nope. You know her songs, but it doesn't matter. She's the only actual singer in the show. So she's acting as one of the characters but mm-hmm. she's an actual singer in real life and so at least they do have one person with pipes i'm sure the other people can probably i'm sure sing. she's gonna be the lead singer in the group i'm then. sure yeah <laughs> so um yeah so i might be checking that out 
If we have access, asterisk. I just remembered that it's a Peacock original, so mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll give you, like, the first episode or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, all right. And finally, Netflix. If anybody's been waiting for part two of the Selena series, that drops May 4th. Because apparently it needs to be on Star Wars Day. Um, <laughs> and also a series called Jupiter's Legacy which is a series on, it's based on a comic, which follows the world's first superheroes who got their powers in the 30s, but now their children, who also have superpowers, are struggling to live up their par- to their parents' legacy, legend, whatever you want to call it. Hmm. Um, I think this is, this has Josh Jamel and Leslie Bibb, and a lot of like, I don't know, I don't know if they're B-listers or not, but like not top-rated people. Usually, like I'm, not. I haven't recognized one name you've said, so you would recognize their faces. That's what I'm saying. They're not like A-listers because you recognize their name too. Hmm. B-listers, I assume, is you like I know that person. I've seen them in a lot of stuff, but I don't okay. know who they are. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm not sure how I feel about this because Josh Demel is like an old guy, and I don't. It's their the age situation of the makeup and wig gotcha. looks weird, but mm. the concept is interesting, and it's based on the comic. And sometimes that stuff is good, so it might be worth checking well, out. It's gonna have to be really good because I mean, how many properties are we now getting about yeah. superheroes and specifically their kids? Yeah, uh, Invincible, yeah. for example. I know it's a cartoon, but yeah. like it's. This sounds. Like I can already premise. tell you, is not gonna be as good as Invincible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of that, did you see that they got season two and three renewed? I did. Back to back? Yeah. So we're getting more of that. Thank, yep. thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. That is all I have for new releases. It was a lot more than last week. So. Yeah. Uh, going into some of our schedule changes, delays, cancellations, announcements, what have you. Uh, Morbius. No surprise here. Delayed again. Only by a week this time. Unfortunately, hmm. you'll have to wait one more week yeah. if you are dying to see this. Yeah. So when does it come out now? January 28th, 2022. Okay. So we talked about this, but I'm going to bring it up on the podcast because I think it's an interesting concept. I feel like this situation with delaying by one week is a joke. Like, especially when this movie doesn't even come out until 2022. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're either trying to keep it on people's mind, or uh, that's, that's the only possible... Unless something completely huge is coming out the same day, that right. they are like, we can't compete. Yeah. There's no reason yeah, to do no it reason. just a week. Especially so... when it's so far away. Mm. Instead of doing this like every few weeks, we're going to delay it a week or bring it up a week or whatever. Yeah. Just wait until like three months before and be like, okay, we're going to delay it a month or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? It does seem it kind seems of weird. Weird to make that negative connection to your property. Yeah. Especially if you're going to have to adjust the time again exactly. later on. Yeah. Because Sony seems to be playing musical chairs with all their yeah. fucking properties yeah. this last year or so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of think that you're right. It could just be like keeping that mind share in the public of like, we still exist with this property. Yeah, Don't forget about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's kind of a thing that uh, people are going to forget about it. But as soon as it's coming out, they're going to be like, oh yeah. And then they're going to go see it. Oh yeah, I'm going to see that right now. Yeah, exactly. It's not a concern, but 
I don't know. It just seems suspicious to me to push it back by a week when you're mm-hmm. when you're like almost a year, like I guess what eight months away at this point. Yeah. And remember, this is actually coming out after Venom Two now, which comes out September twenty fourth this year, as far as we know. So for now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but Morbius was supposed to come out before Venom. Yeah. And now it's coming out after. So That's interesting. So obviously, there's something to be said about the time frame of these movies. Don't really impact. Any kind of timeline. Yeah. They can be told in any order. True. Um, DC announced that their DC fandom is going to return October 16th this year. Uh, this was via Twitter. Uh, they're seemingly having the virtual event. I don't think it was really clear, but I imagine it is. They put a website, dcfandom.com. Okay. Which, you know, we all had to go to last time. Yes. It was over two days. This looks like it's only one day. So maybe they figured out that they... Didn't need the two fucking days. Yeah. Because the first day was like, yeah, okay, pretty decent stuff. And the second day was like, okay, um, Do you think maybe I don't care about any of this stuff. Yeah. Do you think maybe they'll figure out that we want to watch it via our fucking TVs, our apps They made it really complicated with the website thing. Yeah. Because it wasn't loading for me half the time. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully they have some big announcements. I mean, what, mm-hmm. we have the Batman, we have the Flash, mm-hmm. Aquaman 2, Black Adam. Yep. There's other and there's like, properties that were announced recently, but they're probably not going to have much to Shazam say. Shazam situation happening too, or is that just? Um, yes, but I think that's coming out soon, isn't it? Maybe. I think it's within this year. I don't know. To be honest, I don't remember. Honestly, that, I couldn't tell on you on that either. particular property. I could just be making that up. <laughs> yeah, so Shazam too. Yeah. It's probably going to be there. Yeah. Fury of the Gods, I think it's called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Apple TV Plus has grabbed. Finch from a competitive auction. Uh, This is about a man, a robot, and a dog from an unlikely family as the man tries to ensure his beloved canine companion will be cared for after he's gone. It's starring Tom Hanks and Caleb Landry Jones as the robot. Okay. I mean, a little weird they don't have who the dog's going to be played by. Yeah, it's kind of fucking rude. Yeah. (laughs) Have to assume they haven't cast that yet. Yeah, and Fido as the dog. So, this was originally called Bios and was planned to release with Universal. Hmm. For whatever reason, that fell through and they put it on auction. Okay. Uh, so, this is the second, as far as I am aware, second Tom Hanks movie that's been shifted to Apple TV+. Plus. The first one was that Greyhound or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, kind of a weird premise, though, because you have to assume his dog is really young, right? Because... Yeah. It's not like your dog's going to live longer than you unless you're like. Unless he has like 97. terminal cancer or something. It sounds like it's going to be pretty big of a bummer. <laughs> the movie's yeah. going to be a bummer regardless. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I guess we'll see one day. Yeah, yeah when we have Apple TV Plus. Yeah, for a week. <laughs> uh, Marvel released a celebration video uh, mm-hmm. from the beginning all the way through phase four. And basically, it's just a reminder, these movies are coming to the theaters, essentially. Yes. It was a little bit more inspirational and, like, emotional, but Mm -hmm. it was basically a bunch of clips from all the different movies throughout the years, and then they came out at the end with, you know, back-to-back titles of the new movies. No real footage. Eternals had a little bit, but it was, like, nothing that was going to, like give you any concept of the movie it was like oh they're standing on a shore oh they talked to some woman who was like (laughs) 
something something about uh, we did something. I don't know. It was we're like, the ones that changed it all, or something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was very yeah. vague, yeah. and <laughs> so really, it didn't give you anything more than like, yay, there's something. There's costumes. Yes. <laughs> But we did get a little bit of intel on some of these movies that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Black Panther 2 now has a title of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Seemed like that was a pretty no-brainer yep. title. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things where like, no one would have thought of it, but like, oh yeah, well, oh, yeah. all right, yeah. okay, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what I expected. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's, of course, coming out July 8th, 2022. Uh, the bigger one I thought was... Captain Marvel 2 has now been replaced with the title The Marvels. Mm -hmm. It's going to have Captain Marvel Mm -hmm. and presumably Miss Marvel based off the logo showing little icon things for each character. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I guess this makes sense. I mean, the whole character is based around being a fangirl of Captain Marvel. Yes. Uh, And I'm assuming that the show comes out before the movie. Unless the movie's going to use itself as a origin for the character. That's possible. And then the show will just catapult into her being the character. That could be it, too. Uh, well, but I thought that show was supposed to be out this year. Yeah, but who knows at this point. Things keep getting shifted around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I could just made that up. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, it still says it's supposed to be this year. Yeah. I think the craziest thing about this whole like lineup that they showed was well, first off, how fun was it to watch the video? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, maybe I I, maybe it. I'm just weird. I thought it was like I didn't really enjoyed it. It made me smile. It was a lo- it you was know, very nice. They had very it. they tried really hard to like get you with you know mm-hmm. they had Stanley giving lines and talking about how it's a community. It's a community, yeah. brothers, brother to brother, sister to sister. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, it was fun. Talking about how it's a family and, and really just hyping people up to go back to the theaters again. But I thought this was crazy. Based off the dates we have, within the next six months, we have four Marvel movies coming out. So yeah. That's crazy. We're having Black Widow in July, Shang-Chi in September, Eternals in November, and Spider-Man No Way Home in December. Assuming none of those get delayed. Yeah. Four movies, technically five months That's apart. Nu- that's nuts. I mean, we also went like two years without a movie, True. right? True. We are overdue. Yeah. So. <laughs> so sure, we have had the Disney Plus shows this, this year. Yeah. But uh, overall, we haven't had any going to the movies for a Marvel fix in a long time. We've been relatively Marvel-less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even without Marvel movies, we've been pretty great. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and, of course, they gave a Fantastic Four little tease. It was it was like a a, a vague logo, just mm-hmm. said Fantastic Four yeah. with the, the, the four. It was yeah. nothing, like an nothing new. Yeah. But just, just a reminder, that's still a thing. Of course, no reference to X-Men. So, presumably, these are all of Phase 4. So, it's exciting. It's, it's time to be alive. Yeah, definitely. For, for the next wave of Marvel, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 11 movies right there, not including anything Disney Plus. I just hope that everything goes back to normal so that none of this shit has to get delayed anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, here's the crazy thing, too. Uh, Malcolm Spellman, 
who was a part of the Falcon Witcher Soldier show. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently in an interview with Murphy's Multiverse, mm-hmm. he said that Marvel has many more projects that are unannounced that they haven't even said in as far as going phase four and forward that mm. like he's surprised they haven't even talked about. I see. Uh, his exact quote was, I was surprised about how few of the upcoming Marvel movies have been announced. Fans will start to become more and more cl- as these projects get announced. Hmm. So X-Men. Yeah. Right? For sure X-Men. Logically. They introduced Madripoor, so they would have mm-hmm. to. You have to assume, especially after what happened with Falcon Winter Soldier and then and then straight after announcing, oh, Captain America 4. Mm-hmm. You have to assume now that every property that Disney Plus has for mm-hmm. a show is going to spin off at least one movie. That's a good point. Right? Now I want to know what's going to spin off after Loki. Uh... I'm not asking you to answer the question. I, I'm just saying that now that a makes Loki me... A Loki movie? I don't know. Yeah. It was a hypothetical. <laughs> okay. It wasn't meant for you. It wasn't a quiz. Do you think we would ever get a Loki movie? I Probably mean, not. I think that's obviously think... the point of Disney Plus is because yeah. it's not a character they want to give a movie to, but they right. want to milk it a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah. So. Uh, also, as far as Marvel stuff, Ironheart has received a writer, a head writer for the series... Uh, Shanaka Hodge is now going to be the head writer for the series. Uh, her previous work includes Apple TV Plus's Amazing Stories. It's the reboot of that show called Amazing Stories. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah. Uh, and also TNT's Snowpiercer. Oh, okay. Which we think watched like the first episode. It's on HBO Max, I think, now. So yeah. we'll probably check it out. Yeah. So yeah, that that property is moving forward. That's good to see. Very cool. Another one of those many that was announced at the Investor Day. Yeah. Back last year. All right, moving to some other stuff. Godzilla vs. Kong director Adam Wingard uh, is reportedly in talks to return for another film in the franchise. Legendary is said to be quietly setting up another installment of movies. Uh, Wingard is currently set to direct a Thundercats live-action film and a face-off sequel. Both of which I am ready for. Yeah, I know you are. (laughs) So, I'm not surprised if they're trying to do this. Because Mm -hmm. it seems like Godzilla vs. Kong was relatively successful. Mm -hmm. It got at least a lot of people talking about it. Yes. It doesn't feel like King of the Monsters was that successful, surprisingly. Which I thought was the better movie, personally. But... Either way. (laughs) Yeah, when that came out, we weren't so movie-deprived, so... That's true. And it wasn't free on... Well, it wasn't included Included, in a service that you could watch it at home and be like, well, in my head, I didn't pay for it. Right, yeah. So there's automatic bias. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we talked about that new show called Shadow and Bone. The writer of that show is now working on a World of Darkness cinematic universe, apparently. Ah, Um, yes. The WD... (laughs) CU. <laughs> the WD40. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Eric he- Heiserer is teaming up with Christine Boylan to build this WDCU, <laughs> working with Hivemind, a production company behind The Witcher and The Expanse. Um, apparently, Vampire the Masquerade, which we know as a video game franchise, was originally a tabletop game. Yeah, so we've seen, I think there's a sequel of that game that's been in trailers. that has been delayed a few times. Mm-hmm. I think we saw it at 
one of the last year's conferences. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it kind of game it familiar, is. It's, yeah, yeah it, it people are talking about this game. Yeah. So it, apparently, it's a tabletop thing, and it's tied to this WDCU. The I, I guess <laughs> I mean that's the implication, right? Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, The Witcher. I enjoyed that. We haven't watched the expand. Well, we watched a episode of the Expanse. Yeah. Um, I hear how great that show is. Yeah. So eventually, one day we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. it. Uh, but these are two pretty good properties that you know. Yeah. I say I've enjoyed what I've seen. Yeah. So this makes me wonder if I need to go back and not write this off as a teen fantasy. That's the thing is I'm hearing it's good, but I'm also seeing otherwise. You know, people also said that Bridgerton was good, so. Okay. <laughs> it's probably just a matter of opinion. <laughs> Purely. Is that how it works these days? <laughs> Don't worry, you won't get opinion well, on our podcast. Just things, straight fucking facts. There are things that are objectively good, you know? So, anyway. Peanut butter on burgers. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like I said, our podcast spits straight facts. Yeah, no opinions. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of maybe being young adult, tween, <laughs> romance. Yeah. Uh, not Twilight, but it's got Twilight in the title. Can you just say, speaking of vampires? <laughs> well, this isn't vampires, so why would I? Because Twilight is vampires. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, continue. I, th- I I think there's a were-ape in there, though. Yeah, there might be. <laughs> It's the long lost cousin of the werewolf. Uh, <laughs> the late George A. Romero, uh, his wife is apparently going to develop a property called Twilight of the Dead. This is a movie property that he was working on before he passed. Uh, and she plans to bring it to the forefront with a, obviously a different director to take over and give people this creative concept that he was working on. Okay, that's cool. Uh, very ironic if you think about it. Yeah. He passed away, mm-hmm. but his property about zombies mm-hmm. is going to live on. Yes. After his passing. Yeah. It's appropriate, really. Can't make this shit up. You can't. No, that's fucking straight symbolic writing there. Yeah. It's almost like it was planned. Yeah. <laughs> almost. So, yes, his, his wife, Susan Romero, uh, said that this is the film he wanted to make. And while someone else will carry the torch as the director, it is very much a George A. Romero film. I like that she made sure to say his middle initial mm. in case we weren't sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying it. Yeah. No, I mean, I yeah, it's normal that we would say it, but she's his wife. Mm. Like. Okay. <laughs> but I guess it's because it's like, that's his like. That's what he goes pen by. Name. Okay. That's his like. Fair enough. Plus, for all we know, maybe she just found out that was his middle name. Yeah, so she just wants to use it a lot. She's like, apparently it was just A the whole time. Yeah. I thought it was short for something. Yeah. It wasn't. It was just it was A. Andrew, maybe. <laughs> maybe Alan. Yeah. I, those are the only two I can <laughs> think of. <laughs> Arnold. Okay. Three. Adam. Four. You're good with these A names. Aaron. Depends how you spell it, but yeah. Yeah, that, okay. There's an E. That's a woman's name. I've seen it with a guy. Well, it shouldn't be. <laughs> Aaron for a guy is A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. 
That's interesting. How come Eric isn't spelled A A R I C? Somebody's gonna do that now. <laughs> well, Eric is a Swedish name. We don't need to get into okay. it. Okay. I, I, you know, you throw these rhetorical questions that are just ridiculous, and then I do it, and then you have like straight historical answers. <laughs> I don't get it. Sorry. Where do you learn everything? <laughs> we watched a lot of Jeopardy growing up. Okay. So it's all in there for no reason. A lot of useless facts. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, someone from another vampire property we know, Taika Waititi, is actually going to be playing Blackbeard in an HBO Max comedy series called Our Flag Means Death. So, this is pretty cool and I'm excited about it. Anytime he plays somebody, I'm pretty much like, yes, please. Um, He's joining joining the series lead, Reese Darby, and they worked together previously on Flight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows. Also, all good all good signs. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on board so far. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. <laughs> and the show is loosely based on the true adventures of Steed Bonnet, Darby. A played by Darby. Played by Darby, yes. Um sorry. I, I didn't read the parentheses, but they were there. <laughs> a pampered aristocrat who abandoned his life of privilege to become a pirate. I mean, did you really abandon it if you had the privilege to become a pirate? Yeah. Was out yeah. of the blue? <laughs> like, you know what? I think I'm going to try a different life. Yeah. I mean. He had the privilege to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they talk about that in the mm-hmm. show. You know, so, so at some point, are we going to get movies of, like about people who chose to be homeless? Probably not. Okay. I mean, <laughs> seems like we should. Just, just to be fair and more up to date on yeah. historical times. Yeah. <laughs> I knew somebody that did could that. Could be a comedy, you know? Yeah. Seems like an odd choice. But... Shitting on the sidewalk. Yeah. Because that's not really comedy. That's just reality. <laughs> yeah. Especially if uh, you're walking the streets of San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. I feel like this sounds like it's going to be the premise of a prank show, though. Like an Eric Andre show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He has one of those fake plastic poops. Yeah. Just hidden in his butt. Yeah. He just like drops his pants and it like comes out. Yeah. <laughs> what? I think the better prank would be if it was just like really long and hairy. Like it just. Ew. It just, it just like, wouldn't stop coming. Why? No, like it's got like, you know, like hairballs. Yes. You know. Yeah. They just, they're, they're, they're gross. They're like turds with their hair, with right? With their hair, yeah. So like that. Yeah. Is what's coming so out. Then you have to explain and why then, it looks like. I it. mean, you don't have to, but people are going to want to know. <laughs> and then that's going to be the prank is them freaking out. Like, why is your shit look? Good? I'm not even at this point. They're not concerned <laughs> not that, that you you're pooped. shitting on the sidewalk. They're concerned about why your poop looks the way it does. <laughs> and that's where you get them. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the true prank was like you really were shitting. Yeah. <laughs> you ate yeah. a bunch. Bunch of hair. A bunch of old hair. Yeah. Just for the prank. You just like spent a couple weeks licking your cat. That's you. That's weird. Oh. Why would you say? You weird said hairball. That's what cats do to make hairballs. They lick themselves. Yeah, but I my thing was he was just he's just spoon eating hair. <laughs> Ew. That's not weird, but licking a cat is weird. It's for <laughs> the prank, not anything further than that. Okay. It's an art. Okay. Okay. I'm not the one doing it. Okay. You're just the idea guy? Andrea is. Or whatever his name is. Eric Andre? Andre is. Yeah. Eric w- with an A. 
Eric. Eric. <laughs> Andre is doing it. All right. Well, till that show comes out. Yep. Demon Slayer came out with a movie. This is an anime that I think they have one season, at least in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Hulu, Netflix, and some of the anime streaming services. Uh, just look for it if you're interested in the show. But uh, apparently the movie is like it's just killing it in the U.S. market. Uh, it, it just beat out Mortal Kombat for the second week. Wow. Uh, well, it it got beat the first week by Mortal Kombat, and then it came back and beat them the second week. Okay. Um, granted, these are probably like the few things that are in theaters, but um, not to take away from its success, right? Uh, so this is via Variety. Uh, the the movie has not only beaten Mortal Kombat in its second week, but it also passed Dragon Ball Super Brawly, which was a movie that came out a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's the Latest installment in the Dragon Ball franchise. Uh, it beat out that movie to become the third highest grossing anime in North America. Wow. Which is That's pretty, impressive. pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. What are the top two? I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. Probably Weathering With You. Oh, yeah. A Silent Voice, something like that. One of those big impactful storylines you're gonna look it up aren't you uh-huh. <laughs> is that a problem no now i'm curious uh apparently the top two are both pokemon movies the first movie and the movie 2000 of course it fucking is yeah it's not one of the better movies that yeah. i just said it's yeah. it's pokemon yeah well it is north america not worldwide so that's probably why <laughs> well that was disappointing to find out sorry Hopefully, Demon Slayer will dethrone them and turn into Pokemon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Demon Slayer wants to catch them all. Well, kill them all. Oh, catch them, kill them. Both. Okay. All right. Uh, HBO Max has added a casting for the Green Lantern Corps series. Uh,. Finn Whitrock uh, is going to be playing Guy Gardner, which is one of the Green Lanterns of this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is via Variety. Uh, he's known for several seasons of American Horror Story, and that's as far as I know about the guy. And I never even watched the show. so He looks familiar, but I haven't seen him anything else. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I mean, that's. I don't even know when the hell that's coming out. Probably not anytime soon. Yeah, probably not. All right. We have some updates on the He-Man movie that was that's been in production for like what I don't know like ten like a hundred years. years yeah. <laughs> Noah Centineo uh, apparently has exited the project, so uh, rep for the actor confirmed to Collider he is no longer attached to that project. Hmm. Okay. Uh, he... He's been linked to this project for about two years, I think now. Yeah. So. You know what's weird is I saw a lot of people like yeah good, and I'm like I didn't know there was so much I mean, negativity about it. Well, I mean he looks. Nothing like the character, as far as I can tell, but also he's only been like a couple things, right? Yeah. The only thing I can remember him in was Charlie's Angels? Yep, yep. He was like the lab guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which the pictures I saw of him in this, I was like, he doesn't even look like the same fucking guy. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I can't say much. He was a very small role in that movie, but. Yeah. Um, all I can tell you, if you want my advice, 
Because you probably do. Yeah, obviously. Chris Hemsworth. Duh. Obviously, you're like, well, yeah, but who are we going to get to play Prince? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> you ever heard of de-aging? Yeah. Look what they did with Captain America, the first Avenger. They made him scrawny as fuck. That's and that true. was like long before they've really mastered yeah. this kind of stuff. That's a good point. Just make him be the fucking scrawny guy for a little bit. Yeah. And then fucking boom, he's He-Man most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't understand is how do some of these properties take so fucking long, like many years to get like flying. It's just like, why don't companies be like, yeah, that's a property we can definitely make money on and then fund it. And then boom, we made a bunch of fucking money. If you do it right, you're going to make money. It's when you fucking try and be frugal with the fucking property and you don't want to invest too much in it. And then it can't be good because of that. Yeah. And then it sucks. And then you don't make money. You know what I mean? It's catch 22. Yeah. You gotta spend money to make money. It's true. It's the age old saying. Yeah. 35 years to be exact. Because <laughs> I said it. Yeah. All right. Last on our news Borderlands has added a shit ton of people to the casting for the movie. Oh. Uh, biggest title, I would say, is Moxie has been cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina Gershon. Yeah. Gershon. Yeah. I actually don't know who she is. I looked up her, like, filmography I, there's a couple things i recognize but i'm i'm still just kind of like i don't really know who she is i feel like she's in a bunch of like shows like tv shows okay. rather than movies here's the thing i'm just gonna come out and say it yeah moxie is a very sexified character uh-huh. in borderlands yeah i looked at this person and i go i i don't see the sexified image with this character yeah to me, it doesn't work if they're going to try to do the same thing with that character, which I expect them to. Even if it's like an ironic, like, over-the-top, over-sexify mm-hmm. to, you know, make the point of making fun of sexifying something. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Which is probably what they would do, because they kind of do that with the game a little bit. Yeah. Also, she's much older looking. So, it makes me think, is the plot of this movie... Far in the future in the timeline of Borderlands, or is it supposed to be a like its own take on Borderlands? I guess it could be its own take, but I feel like at least it has to be further in the future because that was my whole thing with Kate Blanchett. I know that she can play a younger actor, like she can play a younger character, but she is not a spring chicken, mm-hmm. and a lot of the other people that have been cast are not young either. Yeah. I mean, granted, Moxie is a character they paste literally a layer of white. Yeah, makeup that's true. on, so yeah. they could easily hide any kind of age yeah. <laughs> in the character with that. But it does seem like they are kind of going the route of maybe this is going to be. They're all a lot older characters than they are in the games. Yeah, uh, she was actually she was in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Was she? Yes. Who was she? She wasn't a main character. She was. She had to been like a one-off episode or something like that. She played Sergeant Melanie Hawkins, who was the head of the unit that Jake was in. Okay. I mean, They're like special task force thing. All right. I, I don't recognize her, but it's cool. Yeah, I was surprised by this casting as well, but whatever. We'll see what happens. And then they casted some of the other sub-characters. Uh, uh, Jacobs is Cheyenne Jackson. He's going to be playing Jacobs. And I don't know if they're going this route, but his romantic partner... Uh, they also cast Hammerlock, which is some kind of like big game hunter in the games. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going to be played by Charles 
Babalola. Did I say that right? Babalola? Yeah, sounds right. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. So they could very well be going that route. Yeah, because that's kind of something based on the third game, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. presumably then that would be, this would be take place after that. Yeah. Uh, they have also cast Marcus, which is the vendor who he yeah. buy guns. Did you look ammo this guy from. up? I could totally see it. Uh, Benjamin Byron Davis. I yeah. did look him up. I was like, well, yeah. I have to see what he looks like. Yeah, I could see the face yeah. shape is generally yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, it's. I feel like he's a little off from what the character looks like, but like. Yeah. But the general. He's a bigger guy with a with a bushy beard. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's all yeah. that's really needed. There you go. <laughs> uh, Scooter is a character I was pretty excited to see. They're gonna have in this. He's like that redneck kind of like over the top. Yeah. Gator done. Type, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Steven Boyer is going to be playing Scooter. Okay. Uh, Ellie, which is the... The mechanic. The mechanic mm-hmm. of a larger... Of rather large stature. Yeah. Yeah. A larger size. <laughs> yeah. Rianne Redmond mm-hmm. is going to be playing Ellie. I looked her up. I didn't recognize her from anything. Mm-hmm. And they're also adding a new character named Larry... And it's going to be played by Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee. Okay. Cool. I mean, it's nice to see them adding so many people. It means, theoretically, they're getting closer to starting. (laughs) Well, that doesn't necessarily mean they haven't started anything. That's true. They probably haven't, but they can film, like, the core stuff that they need. I imagine most of these are just going to be, like, a scene or two. two. They're not going to be big parts. Like, there's too many characters for them to have this much of a role. This isn't... Avengers Endgame. They're not going to have this That's many true. characters with big parts. You know what I mean? That's true. It's going to just be for the fans to be like, oh, it's that character. Oh, it's that character. Right. That's mm-hmm. all it's going to be. The core characters we've already got weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I keep looking forward to this every time I hear about it. So we'll see. But the Moxie casting was a little surprising to me. Because Moxie has uh, all... All uh, misogyny aside, Moxie has huge bazongas. <laughs> yeah, and they make sure you know that. Make, and she's in every proud game. of them in yeah. the game. Well, I mean, look at how many cosplayers do that character yeah. all the time. Yeah. Just for that. Whatever. It, I'm sure it'll be good, whatever they're doing. All right, well, that's it for our news. Yes. Let's get into what we watched this week. So here's how our rating system works If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're We're DTF. DTF. All right, first up, I checked out the first episode of The Nevers, a series on HBO Max. This came out April 11th of this year. It's a science fiction drama TV series that was created by Joss Whedon, which I had no idea about. And uh, He has since stepped down from the show late last year, citing challenges related to filming due, due to during the pandemic, and among other things. Um, and Philippa Gosselet was announced to replace him. Basically, this premise of this show is a bunch of people, mostly women, in this alternate universe version of Victorian England. Um, there's an event that happens, and some of them end up with powers. Basically, they're metahumans. Um, they don't have words like that, so they're called the touched. Okay. Yeah. Um and so they're prostitutes not like that that's their secret power is no. they can they can lure men into giving them money no for sex no that's not it 
Um, so because of their powers, they are basically shunned from society because that's what we used to do in the old days. <laughs> um, and a lot of them are kind of form this, I don't know, gang of sorts. There's an orphanage and a lady who takes them in. They're she's like, oh, come stay with us. We'll protect you. And they're kind of like a mm-hmm. gangish. Your situation. cliche situation. Yes. Um, where they're like, we accept everyone here. And then everybody else in the world is like, we're going to kill you with pitchforks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the same time, there's this other group of these touched slash metahumans who, of course, are using their powers for evil mm. instead of just being innocently gifted with some skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's this kind of like battle with the people in the good gang trying to fight the bad gang so that the rest of society will stop killing the good so, gang. So he just uh, ripped off X-Men. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> with a Victorian the, With backdrop. a Victorian like steampunkish vibe okay. also. Um, their powers are kind of fun. Uh at least some of them are not, not necessarily all powers, but like the lead has, she can see the future and the other, this other one can see mm. energy. So she's like an inventor. And so she can make all these contraptions. and she creates a vehicle, like a self-powered vehicle. Mm. So she's an engineer. She's Yeah. She's an engineer, scientist, whatever you want to call it back then. And they didn't have cars at the time, obviously. Oh, okay. And so she creates... It's weird. So, anyway, they all have these crazy powers, and that's the, the general gist of it. I might check it out more, because they, of course, give you a little hook at the end that's like, oh, that's interesting. Mm, okay. Give you a reason to check out um, further episodes, but if you're into, like, fantasy whatever versions of X-Men, essentially, go for it. I'd say it's worth a watch. For me, um, it was a test it. It was all right. How many episodes does it have? I want to say it has eight. I mean, it's probably dropping week to week, but... Twelve episodes. is uh, So it's going to be twelve episodes in the first season, but it'll be split into two six-episode parts for some reason. Okay. Yeah. COVID probably affected the filming. So yeah, probably. They're pushing out the first half, and they're yeah. going to fix what they can with the second half. Yeah. So there's four up so far, and they're 50 to 60 minutes or so. They're about okay. an hour each. Okay. Yeah, it's worth a watch if you have HBO and you're looking for something else to check out. But I wouldn't go out of your way for it. Unless so, you're super into, like, girl power Victorian stuff. So it's called, stuff. it should be called X-Women, then? X- X-Women, yeah. <laughs> Victorian X-Women. <laughs> but there are some non-women. That That's the interesting part. Mm. So. All right. Well, I, I will probably not be checking it out myself. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But um, glad you've enjoyed enough of it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we also checked out that Netflix show that we talked about last week. It came out in, on April 21st this year as well. It's called Zero. And this is an Italian TV series um, that is centered around Omar, who is a Senegalese Italian who lives in a suburb of Milan, Italy. He suddenly gets the power of invisibility and you see him existing in his neighborhood and dealing with his new powers, essentially. We watched, uh, there are eight episodes, we watched two of them. I don't really feel like we got super deep into it, but... Yeah, we pretty much only got to the point where he officially has his ability to go invisible. Yeah, and uh, like... So we haven't really seen him in action it. with his power, but 
the lead up of him getting it was you kind of got the vibe of this is a character who is essentially just kind of like not really seen by people in in his life. He's just kind of he's there, but like no one really notices him. Yeah. And then of course there's this romantic interest uh-huh. in the show that of comes course. in and and all she does is see him. So uh, you mm-hmm. could tell that that's going to be his like defining character arc of getting confident and courageous mm-hmm. of of himself and his abilities to like be more than just what he's been. Yes. It's interesting. Yeah. The whole I, I remember you described it whatever when we first talked about it was like he was a black Italian and we were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's an interesting." Mm-hmm. In my head, I guess I thought that was like a part of the plot and it's really not. It's just he yeah. just happens to be a black Italian. So Yeah. I thought that was going to drive the story a little bit yeah. more, but it hasn't really. It's possible that it will in further episodes or it has to do with where he lives and the whole like drama around that. Mm-hmm. But they're really focusing on like his past with his mom and his father and mm-hmm. you know, not to get into like what exactly with them, but there's clearly going to be some kind of reveal in like a flashback. I think that's going to kind of tell us more about him and maybe how he got his powers even i don't know yeah because they really haven't really explained so far what his how he's got these powers it's just kind of like oh he's just got them yeah just kind of take it for what it is it just happens and you're like okay i guess (laughs) it kind of reminds me of like a luke cage kind of story where it's more focused on like a small neighborhood Mm -hmm. uh crime Mm -hmm. situation that he's like going against rather than like this big i'm a superhero covering the whole city you know right yeah it's it's a lot more small scale and local i guess to like a more personal impact that's true for the storytelling yeah i've enjoyed it so far it is dubbed if you if that bothers you yeah if you need to you can watch the subtitles or dubbed but yeah um some people that's that bothers them yeah I feel like it was fine overall. Yeah, it didn't bother me too much. I enjoyed the show. I think I'll continue to watch it. It was only like, it's only eight, so I'll probably keep going with it. At least a couple more episodes. Yeah, same. I feel like I spent a lot of the first episode being confused about Mm -hmm. what was going on and why. So now that I kind of understand the situation, I might enjoy it more. (laughs) Yeah. I do feel like they could have probably condensed the first two episodes. I feel like they kind of... Mm Mm-hmm stretched it out a little bit more to like build him in this romantic interest yeah yeah so um overall for me i'm gonna say this one was a test it i will probably check out a few more episodes at least to confirm whether i want to finish it or not but um i didn't find myself like on the edge of my seat waiting for the next episode but it i didn't not like it so yeah yeah Yeah, i would say test it for me as well it's it's enjoyable but nothing that i'm clamoring for yeah i'm uh proud of us for branching out because i didn't expect to care about the nevers and i that's the zero is not something i normally would have watched either so i think it's progress you know even though i didn't love them i like that i tried something new yeah yeah (laughs) maybe someday you'll enjoy anime who knows maybe hey you notice i've actually told you about multiple animes that come out like that's progress for me alone I guess, but I mean, anybody can be like, oh, the news says that this is coming out. Yeah, but if I really hated it that much, I would just not mention it and hope you forgot it existed. I guess, it's possible. (laughs) I'll cut you some slacks. Oh, yeah? (laughs) 
And leading into this review, I watched Slacks on Shudder. <laughs> Was it just staring at a pair of pants for an hour and a half? No. Oh, okay. No. That's good. No, that would be a very, that would be very mad if that was the movie. <laughs> no, this was a very interesting one. It's um, it's a horror film. Obviously, it's on Shutter. Yeah. Uh, it was only like an hour and a half. Somebody that... doesn't know. Yeah. Like oh, that that's what the service. That's what Shutter means. I <laughs> I got this for my children. <laughs> yeah. So it's a horror comedy. Um, I guess it. Uh, premiered digitally as a part of the Fantasia International Film Festival back at last year in August. Hmm. Um, basically, it's just like it, it knows what it is. It's a very like ridiculous horror comedy about these new up and coming pants that are like the perfect fit jeans. They basically they have no size. Mm-hmm. They adjust to your body, mm-hmm. and somehow in that process. Uh, through the plot, I don't really want to give away, but for whatever reason, a pair of these jeans uh, is basically now a serial killer. And <laughs> okay. and the most ridiculous scenarios you could think of, okay. it finds a way to murder people. Okay. The the girl puts the pants on uh-huh. and then it like starts shrinking oh, on her body and no. she's just like being crushed to death while the jeans are on. She can't take them off. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, it's That's a, terrifying. It's a movie that knows what it is, yeah. and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I would really recommend it if you have Shudder. It, yeah. If you like It's a very movies. small cast. It's short. It's to the point. It's, the basic premise is this new girl gets a job at this jean store, and they have like a midnight prep for a launch the next morning of these new jeans, and that's when all the mayhem happens is overnight mm-hmm. all these people are being murdered by the jeans, and... Yeah. There's a whole backstory as to why the jeans are doing this, and they get into it and stuff. And it's, it sounds like there's more to this story than I expected. It, I mean, it, <laughs> I was rather impressed with how much they put into the thought of why these jeans are doing what they're doing. It mm-hmm. wasn't as this like, oh, I mean, they're just fucking evil jeans. Okay, good to know. Yeah, so it, I really enjoyed it. I think that uh, people should check it out. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a dissect it. Really? I had a good time. You're going to dissect it. Yeah. Okay. I had a good time wow. with it. I had a really good time. Is this time. something you think I would enjoy? And here's the thing. I was trying to put that fucking bookshelf together. Yeah. While watching this. <laughs> and that thing was pissing me off. Yeah. And I still took time to like, in between my yelling at a bookshelf. Yeah. At Make one sure in the morning. Attention. I was like, I'd glance over. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, like, it, it still caught my attention while I was trying to be mad at a bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Distract you from your anger. Yeah. All right. That is it for the movies and TV section of our episode this week. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friend. Tell your family. Tell everybody you know so that Mm -hmm. we can get more people to listen. That'd be great. Of course, follow us on Twitter at DTFpod. Check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Tell people if they write a review for us, good or positive. We'll send them a pair of slacks. Yeah. Good or positive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I meant good or bad, okay. but I guess subliminally yeah, that I'm, works too. <laughs> I'm trying to get those positive yeah. ones. Uh, you can also email us directly to dtfpod at gmail.com or check out our website, dtfcast.com. 
And please, if you have not already, head over to iTunes and or Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating slash review. We would very much appreciate it. And uh, Get those free jeans. Yeah, we'll send you some slacks. <laughs> and um, They're jeans to die for. <laughs> and stick around for our gaming section coming up next. All right, let's get into some more gaming. Yeah, let's do it. Part two has finally loaded in. Yeah. New releases. I did. Did we talk about PlayStation Plus? We did last week. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 listed them. Yes. Because I was under the impression that we didn't have them out yet at the time. Oh. I was like, oh, we gotta put these in. Whatever. Oh. Either way, I'm gonna say them again. Say again. If we already yeah. had them last week, whatever. You're gonna have to hear them again. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Plus, May fourth through the thirty first. Wreckfest, Die Hard, Die Last. It's a PS5 game, apparently. So I'll be checking that out. You're right. We did not have them last Okay. Yeah. I knew we had Xbox because yeah. they were out, but I don't think PlayStation PlayStation was. wasn't out yet. Okay. Uh, Battlefield 5. I think that was a rumored one. It's going to be on PS4. Guess that ended up being true. Yeah. Battlefield 5. Okay. Uh, Stranded Deep. I don't know what kind of game that is. I, it seems to have to do with the ocean, so I'm thinking it's like <laughs> one of those like survivalist games mm-hmm. oh it's the one that has the cover that looks like this i feel like we've seen a trailer for this before oh, okay yeah i think we have yeah well i mean it's free i'll probably check it out yeah of course well fine print free with service yeah uh so that's also a ps4 game so three games i'll, I'll probably check out all right and then the only other thing we really had for new releases was obviously uh probably gonna be my game of the fucking century uh, Resident Evil Village, <laughs> yeah, comes out May seventh. PS four, PS five, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, PC, everywhere, everywhere, all the places. Yep, all them places. All right, and leading into our schedule changes, tied to that Resident Evil Village release, uh, the Resident Evil Reverse multiplayer mode that was being promoted as free if you buy Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Nice little gimmick there. Uh, has actually been delayed to summer 2021. Oh. This, I think we talked about a few episodes ago where they pulled down the beta that was being done because they had a lot of problems that they just ended up taking the beta down. So, I don't think it's as much of a surprise. Yeah. Maybe they'll start to learn that people don't want multiplayer competitive Resident Evil games. They just want Resident Evil games. Yeah. If you're going to do multiplayer, make it co-op. Yeah. Where you play with other people Uh to do the Resident Evil game that people like to play. Right. Instead of making something completely different. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get it. Yeah. I mean, they're just trying to force these microtransaction type games. That's what they're trying to do. But everything has to be a fucking online multiplayer Mm. bullshit these days. Yep. All right. And speaking of that... Fall Guys for the Switch and Xbox have been delayed. Uh, it was going to come out the summer 2021. Then they heard Resident Evil Reverse was going to be coming out that time. They're like, oh no. We're not going to be next <laughs> to that game. We can't compete with that. <laughs> so they are unfortunately going to be delayed to, I don't think they actually have a date, but sometime later on. They gave the typical spew. They want to make the game best they can. Mm-hmm, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Duh. Uh, Also delayed is Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. We've seen trailers for this game. Yeah. Hard Uh, pass for me. It's been delayed to to late 2021 for the second time. Okay. 
Interesting though, the creator has released a free spin-off Streets of Rage style game to apologize for the delay. Okay. So it's called Security Breach Fury's Rage. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm this is very confusing to me. Yeah. You had to delay the game. Uh-huh. But then to apologize for that, you released a different game. Yeah. Obviously a much smaller scale. Uh-huh. Here's an idea though. Where did that game come from? Why don't you not spend the time making that consolation prize game and spend it on the other game that you're trying to make? You get where I'm going with this. Yeah, thing. like it's very clear to me. Did this delay? Well, somebody just, the delay because you because were like, "Why about like, apologize with something else?" Yeah, weird. Unless this it's like game... an Invincible or <laughs> the Joker. He's late to his date with that chick, and yeah. she's like, "You're late." And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I brought you uh, like." flowers or donuts or whatever the fuck yeah. it was and she's like oh from the other side of town <laughs> where where you could have been on time if you hadn't, if you hadn't gotten gone these. there yeah <laughs> so you got me that to apologize for being late and that's why you're late <laughs> exactly so unless they just already had this game for some reason like ready to go i don't know it seems a little weird to me yeah, it does. I just feel like maybe game developers should stop really apologizing for games being late. You know what they should apologize for is releasing unfinished games. Yeah, and we're getting to that at some point soon. Yeah. Um, but to move on, apparently there is a golden Wii out in the world. Did you know this? I didn't know that. And it, it was uh, something that was designed for Queen Elizabeth II. Okay. Right, it's up for sale <laughs> currently for 300 thousand dollars somebody was like you know what the queen probably wants a golden week i was so confused by it i was like <laughs> i unless i'm not thinking about the right person she still was She's probably too fucking old like a million to give a shit yeah about a week it made no yeah it has to have been like i have so many questions who did she ask for this to be made <laughs> did 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 Nintendo just go like, you know what? We really want her to have a golden Wii. Yeah. So let's make her specifically a golden Wii. Yeah. Maybe they were like, oh, it's a great par- like marketing. We'll we'll give it to her, and then like we'll see some fucking news outlets fucking right. write about it, show it, yeah. and then the Wii will be even more popular. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, so apparently, a Dutch video game collector known as Donnie owns this fucking golden Wii. Uh, and he's selling it because he just wants to move on with his life. Okay. Uh, he said, I've been in one place for my whole life. It's time to get my own place. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You could buy a whole entire, entire fucking place for the price of selling this week. How? Here's my question. How did he even fucking get the week? I Wii? wanted to ask the same thing. Did, if, I got to back up even further where I say, uh, okay, so the queen gets a golden week. And not only does she, she doesn't just do the re-gift, she gets rid of it somehow. Like, did, do they, did they auction it off? Mm, like, maybe. WTF? What, what, how did it get away from the queen? Or did it just never make it to the queen? Somebody intercepted it and was like, I'm going to take this? I mean, we just did don't she, know. Did she get porch pirated? I, we just don't know. <laughs> it's very good. I want to know. Maybe the guy who snuck in to the royal palace and drank some wine... Yeah. Got drunk and played some Wii. Maybe. And then, and then just took it with him. Stumbling out with it, not realizing yeah. he took it. Yeah. And then he's like, well, it'd be awkward to return it at this point. Yeah. So I'll just keep it. I'll just keep it. Yeah. I'll go by the name Donnie online just to yeah. make sure people don't know it's me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would love to know more information on the history of that Wii. But the whole thing is very weird. Yeah, extremely weird. But, like, here's the thing I don't understand. is like, how did... First, how did he get it? We just don't know that. But, like, yeah. I, to me, that means that, like, he's, like, of, like, royalty or something. Like, not necessarily, right. like, related, but, like, he's of some kind of higher class of society that he had an ability to even get this fucking Wii, right? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that like unless like some I can't imagine that someone to a goodwill and was like, oh cool, a, a golden, golden Wii. Wii. <laughs> Fifty cents. <laughs> I there's just too many questions. I have no idea where yeah, to start. So plus it just feels like if you're trying to sell this because you wanna like get out of the house where you presumably live in with your parents, mm-hmm. and that means like you're not like rich i don't know like yeah it, so how did you so how did you get it yeah it's did not you like you bought it for it? five bucks yeah it's very very confusing anyways we'll just never know yeah uh you know what else we'll never know hmm. how did it take nintendo two fucking years to release an online mode for a game called mario party which is literally based around the idea of playing a video game with a group of people <laughs> So, does it have... It has online... It, multi- they've just released an online update... Oh, wow. ...for Mario Party that released two years ago. Nice. And now it's going to allow you to play online and let people host parties for oh. the game. Before, it was just basically co-op or... Yeah. ...or local play. I think that speaks a lot to how little Nintendo gives two shits about you being able to play online. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. have an online market, but it's, it's like... So it's just so minimal. You pay twenty dollars for it for mm-hmm. like the family, I think, or whatever it is. Yeah, it might be twenty for you and then thirty something for the family. But mm-hmm. like the idea is, it's nowhere near what Microsoft and Sony offer mm-hmm. for an online experience. Yeah. So it's just it's crazy that they basically give you the minimum and people are just like, oh, cool. Yeah, like oh, we get to play online now. Woo-hoo! Like it's just it's crazy to me that yeah. it doesn't count as a questionable. Where the fuck was this two years ago? When the game released. How awkward is it that they're finally getting this together after the pandemic starting to ease up? <laughs> Plus, who's who's trying to play this now? Two years yeah. later, the people are probably over this game. I can't imagine there's people who are like still hardcore in this game. That's true. Or, or at least not enough to like make it worth putting this even out at this Can point. Can you imagine how much different this would be if they had released it as a year ago? Yeah. They released it even a, year a year ago. ago. Even a year ago. A year ago, six months ago even, people would have been like, I'm going to go get that game. Even if they didn't already have it. So that they could play with their friends online. I didn't really play Mario Party and stuff on the Wii, mm-hmm. so I can't really speak for it. But I can imagine that the the Mario Parties on the Wii didn't have online play because yeah, I, I feel know. like online was a relatively important thing on the Wii. I couldn't tell you. I only played not online games, so okay. <laughs> I'm not an expert in that. All right. I was more into Guitar Hero and shit. Know. Whatever. I'll yeah. just go fuck myself. <laughs> I didn't say that. All right, uh, moving on. Hitman developer IO Interactive is working on a dragon-themed fantasy game. Uh, this is reportedly an Xbox exclusive okay. based off some outlets that have been reporting on it. Uh, Windows Central reported the rumor with Eurogamer corroborating the same information. Both described this as a AAA game in scope, but it's in early development. So, basically, this isn't going to be a game you're going to see for at least a few years. Right. If it even truly exists. Uh, But, apparently, there is also an interview with somebody from the developing team 
mm-hmm. referencing how they have a new IP that they are working on with uh, no real details, so okay. it would tie to this. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sony has registered a trademark for Sunset Overdrive. Yes, that is Wait, correct. What? I know. I, I saw your face. I was like, yep, she doesn't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> All right. So, Sunset Overdrive was a Xbox exclusive back in 2014. Uh-huh. Insomniac Games made that game. Oh. Sony has bought Insomniac Games since then. And I guess now they are trademarking this game. I assume that's in hopes to not allow it to be anything further in the future for Xbox. Uh, this was spotted by Twitter user Nibble. This was filed at the U.S. Patent Office uh, in late April. Sony's making moves, I guess, to try yeah. and compete. <laughs> not that the property's really been yeah. doing anything. We had a port to, P- or to the PC in 2018. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Yeah. I mean, there hasn't really been any sequels to the game. Obviously, this was a weird thing where this was an Xbox game, but Insomniac basically dealt with Sony otherwise with other games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun game. It's just, I think being on early years of Xbox One didn't help it because that wasn't deemed the, the better console at the time. Oh, right. Yeah, I played the shit out of that game whenever... It came to Game I don't, Pass or something. I don't think I beat it, but well, no, we had it before that. Okay, yeah, whenever it was that we got it. Yeah, I, I mean, it really did come in, to Game Pass, I think, at some point. But I got really into we it already have it. I think we have a disc back when we used to buy discs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ancient Silly ancient history. Silly us. I really liked that game for a while, and then I like forgot how to play, and then I was like, I guess I'm done because yeah. I don't want to have to relearn it again. <laughs> All right, a couple more announcements. G4 is adding Code Miko to the presenting team for the network. Hmm. What is Code Miko, you're asking? Yeah, I yeah, was asking I, that. I was asking the same thing yeah. until <laughs> I read further in the article. So here's what we learned. Code Miko is an animated presenter that is found on Twitch with 676,000 followers. Jesus. So she is, a, she is created with live animation and controlled through... The Technician, which is the name of the person that controls her, mm-hmm. wearing a motion capture suit. Okay. So have you heard about this stuff? Nope. So Okay, so <laughs> I've heard about it faintly. So basically, I guess now there's software that you can use that instead of you being in the video mm-hmm. of your, your Twitch streams, yeah. you can now have an animated character. Apparently, it's really popular in the Japan. Okay. Uh, that's where I learned about this is a thing that happens. And Got it. Of course, a lot of people are doing like sexy anime girls. Of and course, yeah. So that's how they're probably getting their views. Yeah. But yeah, you can apparently make animated characters now and use them as your avatar, I guess you okay. would call it, of your Twitch streams. Interesting. I think that you could probably do other locations, yeah. but Twitch seems to be the popular one. So yes, yeah, so they apparently are adding this Twitch character to the G4 network. All right. So, I mean, I guess it worked out for that person who made up this whole idea. Yeah, definitely. I have no clue what the character looks like. I have no clue what the whole thing is. But they're, apparently there's like a... They have like an interview process and joking thing that they do. And they've even had people in the gaming realm and, and other creator communities mm-hmm. be interviewed on their Twitch streams. And they're usually in the just chatting section of Twitch. Oh, okay. 
So to me, I I took it as like, so is this like a modern day Triumph the comic or insult comic dog? Is that what this is? Um, well, I would have was gonna agree with you. However, I just looked it up, and it's not. It's like I don't know how to describe that, but it's very realistic animation. It's not. Well, yeah, it's animation though. Yeah. I didn't say it was in like a fake dog puppet. <laughs> I was just expecting a creature. Like I was expecting like a little like cartoon. This is, to me is just like an anime character, like you said. Well, yeah, but you can have anime characters and stuff. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be a realistic person. It can be cartoony looking. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think people have had actual characters from animes as their thing. Yeah. Whether that's legal, I don't know. Yeah. But, anyways. So, I guess they're just trying to keep with the times. I guess that's a growing thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's a very interesting. I mean, hey, maybe I'll jump into Twitch a little bit more and... <laughs> make your avatar like I'll a make Lady, Lady Dramatoski from Resident <laughs> Evil 8. Yeah. Nude. <laughs> yeah. But she's so tall. Like, where would... Would you she's just got, like, see her? tentacle nips and yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's so, so like, tall. Where would you, you see, see her? See. Would you just see her you'd, chest? You'd you wouldn't just even see, see her head? Yeah. You'd, <laughs> you'd just see her chest. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get a taller chair. <laughs> Don't ban me, Twitch. <laughs> Don't body shame me. Yeah. All right. Uh... Our last bit of news for the gaming world. Uh, E3 has announced a trio of announcers for the digital event from June 12th to the 15th. Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. You know, this is a, we've met him a few yeah. times. We've gone to some of the, uh, the the meetups that they have. We went to one in San Francisco. Didn't they kick him out one time? The last, the, the yes, last E3 um, we went to? 20, I guess 19? 19? Yeah, yeah, 2019. There was a whole weird thing where they said he was sharing his badge. He or was currently in like a GameSpot uh, live show uh-huh. about whatever games they were talking about. Yeah, and then yeah, the news broke that he supposedly gave somebody his badge because he's like he was a VIP for press or whatever. Yeah, uh, to get into the event, and so they they banned him or something. But yeah. then quickly after that, he was able to prove that he was not the one who did yeah. it. He had his badge on him when he did the thing. And yeah. Whatever happened, somehow there was a fuck up. So Got it. Okay. It was quickly. So I guess they, they're yeah. okay with him then now. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. <laughs> they're like, we want you. Can you do us a favor? We want you to be an announcer for, or we want you to be a presenter for it, but like you're not allowed in the place. Yeah, you can't so, come in. <laughs> We chose to make it digital this year anyways, so technically you're not in it. So yeah, so we both win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can use you for your popularity. Mm-hmm. We still think that we kicked you out. It's it's a win-win. But yeah. So uh, he's one of them. Uh, Jackie Jing, who's an Emmy-nominated host, reporter, anchor... She's also one. I looked her up. I was like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. It looks like she used to work at IGN at one point. She's been a news anchor. She presents esports stuff. Like, she's all over the place. So, I didn't really recognize her. I looked her up, but... Oh, yeah. Apparently, she's all over the place with uh, presentations and stuff, so... Okay, sure. And then also, talking about esports, they had esports commentator Alex Goldenboy Mendez. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, congrats. Your your parents gave you a really cool middle name. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were just hoping that you'd get a golden Wii. Yeah. So you failed. <laughs> Although it's on auction, so. Yeah. Maybe I mean, you could still have a chance. 300,001. Yeah. You, you could probably get it. <laughs> or you could go the Price is Right route. One dollar, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Shows how out of date I am with the yeah. Price is Right as well. <laughs> but I'm standing behind it. Yeah. All right. All right. That's it for our news. Uh, we did play uh, one game. Yes. Well, we played a few games, but one yeah. game we're going to talk about. Yes. Marvel's The Avengers. Never thought I'd say that yeah. at this point. Yeah. But yes, here we are. We actually have played The Avengers game on PS5 and PS4. Yes. A little duo action. Yes. Uh, this game came out originally September 4th of last year for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Its first DLC, Taking Aim, came out in December December 8th of last year. And its most recent DLC, Future Imperfect, came out with the next-gen update or version mm-hmm. uh, for PS5 and Xbox Series X and S on March 18th of this year. And it's a third-person action-adventure game. Right, but a little bit more it's, online multiplayer. It's a game of service game. Yes. They, um, it, yeah. it does have a campaign that you can play single player, um, but it has mo- most of its content is multiplayer or geared towards being multiplayer. The playable characters are Kamala Khan, who is kind of who you're introduced to when you start the game. Mm-hmm. That's and, Marvel. Yeah, it's Marvel. And then you end up with Hulk, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, and um, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton, or Hawkeye, come later in the DLCs. Yeah, those two are DLC characters. Yes. So like, how original can we be? Yeah. Uh, let's have two of the same characters. Two of the same exact character. <laughs> Although, I will say, after playing both of those characters, I think Kate Bishop is cooler with her, because she's got, like, not powers, but whatever fucking tech she has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they've made differences to the yeah, characters, yeah. but overall, like, you. Yeah. They're pretty much the same. Yeah. 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 And also after uh, navigating the like city streets as Clint Barton, I'm like, so they could easily make Spider-Man for both consoles because it's basically like you're swinging by. Oh, that's 100%. Yeah. Well, I mean, Black Widow's the same character. Yeah, same shit. Yeah. That's the end of all these characters is mm-hmm. they are all essentially mix and match different ideas, mm-hmm. but they're all essentially the same mechanics of characters. Right. You know, Thor... Flies just like Iron Man, right? Yes. They're all like mix and match. Yeah, you in that got two sense. characters whose thing is that they fly. Yeah. Two or three now, technically, whose things thing is that they swing off of things mm-hmm. and can jump further because of it. And then there's two ish who, and one of them is an overlap that can just jump really far. Yeah. So Hulk just Hulk jumps far. And, and Kamala Khan. It's not flying, but it's essentially, it's, it's basically everyone has something that makes them. The same speed yes. of everybody else. Yes, exactly. No matter what they do. Yes. Um, Black Widow shoots guns. That's yeah. her range her thing, thing yeah. you know. Uh, Hawkeye obviously shoots an arrow. Yeah. Iron Man shoots repulsor energy. Mm-hmm. Hulk throws rocks. Thor throws his hammer. Yeah. Cap throws his shield. Like, they're yep. all essentially shooter mechanics, but yes. they're all... Just a different item. Cosmetically designed to yes. be that character. Yes. So in that sense, it was a little disappointing to see the repetitiveness of each character 
with I mean to the extent you're like yeah you're getting the the visual of each character and yeah. it's kind of cool what they do with some of them but overall it's you're the same character yeah the character customization and like I guess I'm gonna say microtransaction aspect what are your thoughts on how you can change things on your character and and the ability to do anything without having to put real money into the game uh, I haven't really, as far as like, like like leveling your character, like there's not really anything that you need to spend money on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's... that's nice to see. Yeah. But I did think it was odd that when you do upgrade your like parts to your suits and all mm-hmm. that stuff, because everybody has like these parts, like you know their gloves or their chest piece or mm-hmm. whatever it is, helmet. Mm-hmm. They show them as you're upgrading, like, oh, this is the whatever the fucking fancy thing it does yeah. to yourself, and yeah. here's the stats, and like, uh-huh. but then visually you're always the you same character, no which I guess that's Marvel's way of keeping the characters iconic to what they're supposed to look like, yeah, and so you always see them as they're you know what they want you to see them as, true, but it does kind of take away from the fun of like customizing your own character, yeah. Um, especially when you have like all these microtransaction characters costumes that you can buy. Yeah. They do have ones that are included in their character pass or whatever the fuck they call it. Essentially each character has like leveling that you can do. Hero that, card. Hero card that unlocks either nameplates they call them or mm. costumes or just resources to upgrade. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um but surprisingly, most of the microtransaction costumes that you can buy, they're fucking dumb looking. Yeah. They're not even like very exciting. I don't know if some of them are like based off actual, like Iron Man looks like he's based off actual armor suits from different comics. But right. like, I don't know. Thor has like some variations of his armor, but they're very slightly variated that it's like, mm-hmm. why would I pay for this? Yeah. It's not worth it. Hulk has some of the dumbest ones. Yeah. Um, the only one I really thought was cool was he had the uh, Gladiator Hulk costume yeah, that you can buy. Cool. It was on sale, but I don't think it is anymore. But like, I'm not going to spend money on these things. Because yeah. like, I, I don't care enough about playing these characters all that I'm going to like invest in costumes for them. Yeah, and also it's like it doesn't really take away from the ability to play the game to have them in whatever their standard fucking outfit is. Yeah, some of the outfits are lamer than others, but they're all fine. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, I don't know. It is their person, so you are looking at your character the whole time. So if it's like, if the outfit really bothers you, like whenever I was, I don't know, one of the characters, as soon as there's a certain outfit that Hulk gets, then I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. You have to change it right away. Yeah, and that's the thing. Some of the costumes, I'm like, I hate this fucking costume. Yeah. Black Widow's, like, the her cool costume that you get uh-huh. by the end of the game, I fucking hate it. I yeah, think it it's the bad. ugliest costume I've ever it's seen. It's the opposite of stealth. I changed it back to her default one from yeah. the beginning of the game. Same. Because it, I think it looks way better. Yeah. Um, Thor has a really dumb one where it's just, like, him wearing, like, a... It's his, like... Uh, My Name sticker. David Blake or whatever. And it's just, like... It's his alter- I just want his Thor costume. Yeah. That's all I want. I don't want this weird casual Thor look. Like yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I also I felt like the 
I didn't, I don't love, I know it's one of those game of service type games, but I've never been like a huge fan of those. So for mm-hmm. me, it bothers me to have to go into all the cosmetics and be like, oh, this finisher is a cosmetic. I have to purchase that or unlock it in some way instead of just having like a couple of different. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go buy finishers. That's another thing no, you would buy. Thing. Like yeah. I'm not going to buy those. Yeah. And I haven't, I've yet to see any of the actual cos- like um, outfits that are something that I'm like, I would put real money into this game for it. I'm not going to do that. I'm obviously not at the target market, but I was kind of annoyed by it. Well, it doesn't seem like anybody is, because this game has not gotten as much appeal as it was hoping for. Yeah. You know, they are really looking for users still, it seems. Yeah. Um, All right. So, performance. You mentioned you played it mostly on PS5, or entirely on PS5. Yes. Um, I played it mostly on PS4, and I did play a little bit of it on PS5, which I then had to play again on PS4. So, pro tip. If you are playing on a PS4 and do the save migration to a PS5 and you want to go back to your PS4, wait till you finish the game. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> your save, it doesn't cross back to um, PS4 after you've migrated to PS5. I'm a little so, envious of you because yeah. I played on PS5. So now I would have to go play again on game. PS4 to get the trophies on both consoles. Right. To my trophy count sorry whereas you just uploaded your shit and it was like ding 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 ding, ding, ding. you have all these ps5 trophies that's true even though you just played it on ps4 yeah and so i was like god damn it you also were like what you you have all these fucking i don't i don't get to see this screen like i had hella load screens yeah and you uh, had like kind of the the same thing with spider-man yeah Yeah. i noticed where okay so when you die or whatever you get those load screens where they show all the character models yeah or just between scenes or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Between the, missions. Whatever yeah. needs a load. Yeah. They do that. On PS5, which I guess is just talking positive about the PS5. It's it, good, yeah. It loads so fast that you don't get those. Right. Like, it's literally a blink screen for maybe a second, and then you're in the game again. Yeah, and I'm um, playing on a PS4, and it still had significant time on load screens, so... Yeah, I was like, so... You're like, are you here yet? <laughs> like, I'm loading. <laughs> I've already beaten the mission. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm at the boss, so hurry up. Yeah, you know? so, so I'm shocked that I don't know how anybody would want to pull... Like, if somebody was like actually trying to play with a group of friends that was... Because you're fairly impatient with me sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it might be a little cumbersome. You'd think that they're... Like, why is their graphics, why are their graphics so advanced for something that was, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with that, but it just seems weird to me that they wouldn't make it more, like, shorter load times on the PS4 Pro, because it's not like that's a weak console. Yeah, but compared to the PS5, it's nowhere near. That's true. Um, And then, even past graphics... There were some glitchy things that happened to us yeah. when we were playing. Well, going into the graphics, though, like okay. what? How did you feel about the the comparison of PS Five to PS Four Pro? I honestly didn't feel like there was a huge difference, but you kind of it seemed like thought there was. Well, I wouldn't say huge difference. Like I could tell. I'm like, oh, this looks really nice. It was something like the depth of the characters was a little bit better. Okay, a little bit more. A little bit detail. Yeah, a little okay. more detail in what I was looking at. It looked really nice. That being said, I didn't think it looked bad on the PS4 Pro. Gotcha. It, it looked fine, but I could, I felt there was a little more depth to them, that, for okay. lack of a better way to say it. Um, 
So not enough difference. The main difference that I was happy about over here was not having the load screen. So yeah, <laughs> that was the primary thing I noticed. But I also was like, oh, I'm missing out on yeah. that. Like, even though it was yeah. like something I shouldn't want. Like, yeah. I was like, well, I don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I have that? Yeah, exactly. Like, but you have the I want superior it so console. I want it so I could just say I have it. And, yeah. And then I can... <laughs> And you can, I'll Turn skip it, off. it if I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, I had, I think, three times, two or three times that I had an error or something when I was playing. Mm-hmm. One of them was like a straight up, like, software error situation where it booted me from the game and there was like yeah. a, like a, P- a PlayStation error. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two were like, I don't know, something fucking froze or something weird. Uh, as far as performance for you, I did notice, I think this has to do with being on the external hard drive, because mm-hmm. I think that's where we had it initially. Initially, yeah. Uh, you had issues with the cutscenes, I noticed, yes. where they were really laggy. Really laggy. And you couldn't really watch the cutscenes without missing big sections of it. Yeah. Um, so I shifted that, I transferred it over to the internal for the PS4. Yes. Um, and it was a lot better. And it seems like there was no problem after that. Right. I don't know if I directly fixed that or if it was just like there was an update that fixed that. Because I think there was also an update the next day that I had downloaded for you. So I don't know which it was. But Who knows? luckily it fixed it. Yeah. I'm going to assume that it was moving it to the internal that fixed it. Because it was, it seemed like it was uh, processing related. Mm-hmm. And so the delay between having to process from the external makes sense. So overall, I mean, we played the whole campaign we played two dlcs and we played a little bit of multiplayer on top of that or whatever like yeah we played missions that were i mean we all dlc was multiplayer essentially for us yeah uh campaign was relatively single player but there was like and it was kind of confusing because there was certain areas where it was like oh you play with other people but then like it never really told you until you were in the level yeah and it's like i'm not gonna like guess every time i can play with my friend and then have to go back to a single player exactly level. yeah so basically we just played single player ourselves and then yeah or campaign ourselves and then we went into everything else after yes as far as multiplayer um we did have some glitches that i thought were kind of surprising as far as the dlc goes yeah like uh specifically the kate bishop dlc mm-hmm. there was like oh yeah issues where it got glitchy with me where I couldn't hear anybody but my character talk, which was Tony Stark at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would be talking to other characters, one being Kate Bishop, one mm-hmm. being Jarvis. Yeah. And I heard none of that. The audio just cut out at some point, And I was only hearing him talk to himself. And that really took me out of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, eventually you were like, is she talking or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was just being like talking out loud witty and then i was yeah. like it feels like he's having conversation yeah. now and i was like yeah there's this whole long conversation you can't hear it so i guess that's uh one weird glitch that happened to you i didn't i don't think i had anything like that i did have one time where i went uh invisible and you had that too right that happened to me a couple times yeah uh and then there was another thing where it was like it got locked in like the zoom mode for like shooting something and mm-hmm. i couldn't see my character i could see his arms and yeah it got weird it, it fixed itself after think after like a certain checkpoint zone yeah. i think my favorite glitch was a couple of different times various characters would be 
they would be locked in like the standing position, but they would be just like moving. It'd be like if you're a little kid playing with a doll and you're just, uh-huh. like moving it along the floor. Oh yeah. Like they were just teleporting straight forward, just in a completely normal standing position. They yeah. weren't walking or flying, but they were in the air. Like one time you were like flying as Iron Man and you were just like standing straight up. Like oh really? Fucking, yeah, it was like a Ken doll. Okay. Just like so moving across That must the be a thing where it's like you see that, but for me it's normal. Yeah. Because I don't think I ever yeah. had a thing where I look like that. Yeah. So then I saw one where uh, you said that you could see it where Hulk was roller skating, it looked like. Was yeah, when he runs, he yeah. kind of looks like he's like sliding across. Yeah. Like... He literally looked like he wasn't moving his legs to me though. It looked like he was just wearing Heelys, just fl- like sliding yeah. so that was kind of fun but obviously not good it just made me laugh but here's the thing yeah some of them are fun and stuff but also some are frustrating and yes the thing is they've had how many updates on this game yeah. that's been out for how long yeah uh you haven't had fixes for some of these things like yeah. they seem like blatant problems yeah and i'm playing on ps4 so you they don't even have the excuse that we're on ps5 like yes ps5 version only came out in march but play, my playstation 4 situation mm-hmm. was available in what september is what i said of last yeah, I year it's, i think it's september yeah so they've had quite a while to figure that out and there's still glitches so that's kind of mm-hmm. weird it makes me wonder if they focused on getting the next gen out versus the fixing of problems that they've yeah, had most likely uh so as far as the story quality and the campaign what what is your what are your thoughts on that the story is it's fine I think they have a fun idea of where to go with a story, but it it felt lacking mm-hmm. uh, by the end. Like, you knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. Once you figure out who the villain is, you know where it's going. Yeah. Um, the problem I have is, like, I feel like certain characters, as far as the Avengers go, they, like, they give them really fun missions to, like, reassemble the team yes and then it was kind of interesting and stuff mm-hmm. but then other characters they're just like oh they're here yeah out of the blue, they're, here. they're here yeah you have no clue where they've been for the last five years but oh they're here yeah and just felt like the story was very disjointed in that sense where they only focus on certain characters and the others are just kind of thrown in there yes and you just have to take it for what it is I agree. um it was pretty predictable with some of the twist stuff that they're going to show later in the game mm-hmm the real focus seems to be on Kamala, right? She's yeah. like kind of like the main character of the yeah, game. Just... It's really set up to introduce her. Yeah. Uh, using the Avengers as like a backdrop. Yeah. Um, I had fun overall. I think the story could have been better. Very repetitive with some of the missions. Um, there were times too where the leveling I felt like was... It felt intentional that you had to go replay some levels a few times to level up a little bit more Mm -hmm. just to progress in the story yes which i thought was kind of annoying um but i do like the how they sampled different characters so like you didn't just play as kamal the entire game it was like certain levels you had to play as this character yes or that character and then certain levels you could play as whoever you wanted and it was a nice way of balancing the leveling so then when you do get the multiplayer once you figure out who you want to play as yeah you at least have some kind of foundation with those characters. Yes. Agreed. I felt like um, I, like when I started the game initially, I was like, eh, I don't really care for Kamala. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not. Her powers are goofy looking. It's weird. I just didn't like how it looked. I like how the, I kind of like the animation of it, though. Like, it just, yeah. it, it blew my mind how 
she's so like googly laffy taffy <laughs> yeah. and she's like the what? way they can animate that yeah. in like, the game and make it look so smooth and like she's that texture yeah. just yeah it was so crazy yeah. to me so that's that's where i was gonna go with it is like initially i was like yeah i don't like this i don't i'd rather play as a different character but then the more you play as her and then you go play as other characters i'm like well she's better though Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> she, you get used to it, and you're like, okay, well, Kamala's powers are better. Like she's got a lot of mix of both worlds. I kind of think you also may just kind of grow to like the character more. And when I say you, I just mean people. People, yes. Uh, just because it's focused on her, and mm-hmm. you kind of get a story arc through her. Yes. And so I think by the end, you're kind of rooting for her, and so yeah. it may make you enjoy the character more than when you started with her yeah i did have a better understanding of her powers and like my leveling of her skills and all of that like Mm -hmm. i really understood what each box i unlocked was doing whereas with some of the other characters i was just like yeah fuck it this one see what happens Mm -hmm. like i don't know what's going on (laughs) and even with the leveling i i think i had already beaten the full campaign Mm -hmm. and i was like what there was another section of leveling character you didn't see the specialty part moves yeah yeah, so I yeah. was like under just your basic moves mm-hmm. and leveling those when I could. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a whole other section. So your special moves, you know, your LB or L1, R1, whatever, your yeah. combo thing. Yeah. I, didn't, I never once leveled those during the yeah. campaign. They have some significant perks when you upgrade those too. Yeah, and so I didn't have any of that when we played. Luckily, it didn't really seem to impact me or, or maybe I just found a way to... You were just work, badass. Work without it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, <laughs> but it definitely would have made the game easier, I guess, if I had it. Yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I'm sure I did exactly what you said, where I was like, I'm not going to do this, but sure, I need to fill something yeah, whatever, up. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Sometimes I'm just in a hurry, and I'm like, uh, yeah, here you go. <laughs> I need to allocate it somewhere, so I'm more powerful, so that yeah. it's, I'll just choose this one. So, I don't know, I, I learned to enjoy playing her more, but I did try to keep it balanced and mm-hmm. keep most of my characters at around the same level. So she's yeah. obviously way overpowered beyond the other ones because you have to play as her mm-hmm. more in the beginning. But I'm working on leveling everybody else up. I think I enjoyed her and Thor the most. Oh, yeah. Thor's hella fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because, so, duh. Yeah. Because he can fly. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Iron Man can too. But True. Yeah. I, like, I think I just really found it satisfying to throw the hammer mm-hmm. at people. And the lightning And then, just... like, stick them to a wall. Uh-huh. And then I would just leave the hammer there for a while. Yeah. Even whenever I was playing... So, when um, when we're playing uh, certain sections of the game, if you have matchmaking off, you'll have companions. So, you can have another character come with you. Mm-hmm. I would find... If, if yeah, Thor was AI one of... Characters. Yeah, AI characters. So, if occasionally when we were playing with AI characters that were, that were Thor... He would do that. He would just, like, abandon the hammer somewhere on someone. And I would just, like... There'd be, like, a little red thing saying there's an enemy here. And I'd walk over to it and be like, oh, this guy's just being held down by the hammer. And he just punches him while he's down. Yeah. I enjoyed that stuff. Yeah, I'd do that. I, I'd throw a hammer on a guy and he'd yeah. be stuck there and I'd just start punching him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I think um, the only thing... Say, for the multiplayer section, I think the only gripe I really had was... Well, two gripes. One, it's really... There's so many fucking objectives. There's so many um, possible missions that it's... You really have to be like, which one am I going to do right now? And only highlight that one. Otherwise, yes, you have no it, fucking idea you where you're You get going. overwhelmed with how much stuff there is. Yeah. And what was kind of dumb, too, is... If you're not strong enough for something, like, just don't show it. Yeah. They have so many things where you're just not strong enough. Yeah. And I'm like, okay... 
I guess I can't so do this. Why are you... And then there's ones where it's like I, I didn't even understand how like the the leveling of what you could and couldn't do worked because mm-hmm. I was like a level forty six or something I believe for Thor, mm-hmm. and then I went to a level and it said it was level forty, then it said negative seven or something like that, and then it's like you're too weak for this mission, mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't understand. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, I'm above forty. Yeah. And I should be able to do this. So I didn't quite understand how that stuff worked. Yeah. Um, but as far as the online aspect with friends, it worked overall. Yeah. Um, I do like that you can pick your characters uh, and then also pick who you want in your party. Or you could pick three people you want there to be. Request Even it, though yeah. it like always gave us the same fucking two people yeah. most of the time. To be fair, we were doing DLC, so I don't think it would do that for the Avengers Initiative, like the true gotcha. regular multiplayer okay. War Zones. Um, I also didn't love this temporal anomaly sh- bullshit where you'd have two, you could have multiples of the same character in your strike team. Yeah, so I didn't but at that. the same time, it's kind of nice because then... You're not stuck never getting to play the character you want because somebody is always going to be Thor, True. right? Or Fair enough. Yeah. Something like that. That's a good point. My biggest complaint, I think, with the multiplayer is a lot of the missions felt really redundant. Yes. That was mine, too. <laughs> In fact, uh, specifically the, the second DLC with Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. The whole story campaign is of that DLC is based on essentially one map. Yeah. And all they do is go, oh, uh, now you're starting from this point and you're going over there. Yeah. It's essentially a small scale open world. Mm-hmm. Very small scale. Yeah. And then it goes, oh, okay, you start here and go over there and do your objectives, whatever. And then, and then go back a different mission. Somebody. Yeah, go talk to somebody. And then the mission's over. And then go, oh, you got to go do this thingy now. And then you start on this side of the map. And you go that direction. Yeah. And then you come back over here. And it's just like... It's dumb. It felt like lazy. And I know that's probably mean to say because I'm sure it's not easy to make a fucking video game. Right. But like when, when your DLC is essentially just one level and you just like put filler missions in the same level over and over... With a few different cutscenes, it feels a little lazy. It gets kind of fucking confusing when you're going through these levels like rapid fire and you're like, wasn't I just here? Yeah, I, I was well, it wasn't even like a question. It was like, I was just here. Yeah, I was like, I've been in this fucking cave before, but I and I know I got this like, chest, it, but this one's not open. I'm yeah, confused. It got to the point, exactly you just said with chests, where yeah. like I knew where the chests were. Yeah. So I just knew where to fly. And, of course, they're always unopened when you go into a new mission. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it made it easy in that sense. But, like, yeah. it just felt like they they kind of rushed, I think, putting some DLC out. If all the, the DLC is going to be like this, I'm going to be a little disappointed. Yeah. I think the Kate Bishop one was a little bit better mm-hmm. than... The Hawkeye one. Yeah, the Hawkeye one um, was And I know we have Black Panther coming up at some point. Yeah. To be fair, though, uh-huh. the DLC is free. You're not paying for this. It is included okay. in the game. Yeah. But the problem, I think, is because I think their whole idea is you're going to go buy the hero passes or you're yeah. going to buy the cosmetics for these characters. And yeah. it's like, I'm not going not to. not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when your shit is so redundant and basic, it's like, I don't have any reason to. Yeah. I think that was my biggest complaint too with the campaign was like I said, the story was so 
they had a lot of promise with it, but then they did what uh, Spider-Man did with the Miles Morales game, mm-hmm. where they had essentially like two villains, mm-hmm. two supervillains in the entire game, yeah, and the rest were just robots mm-hmm. or anonymous aim soldiers, yeah, and it was just like cool, yeah. That demo we did, mm-hmm. but long before the launch, I think it did it a disservice for the game because they released a lot of key missions to the story in that demo. Yeah. And some of them, we'd get to those missions that are like late in this game. And I'm like, oh. This one. This is that level I have already played. Yeah. And this is the context of how it ends. I'm like, well, that was underwhelming. Yep. Or like, you know, the demo was like, we got abomination i'm like oh fuck yeah cool we fight abomination i was like i wonder who else we're gonna fight Mm -hmm. what other cool supervillains are we gonna go up against yeah and then not really any yeah like you get you know the main villain guy in the story at the end but other than that slim pickens there's there's really not a huge list of characters that you're going against which i thought was a disservice to the game yeah you know it really really opened up the the universe for all of these characters. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucks that you're just basically playing the same few generic robots over and over. Yeah, exactly. Plus some of the um, Avengers that we do see mm-hmm. are very underused. Yeah. Hank Pym, for example. Yeah. They teased in the trailer of this game. Yeah. Not much to that character. Yeah. Very disappointed in that. Yeah. Overall, I would say I'm torn because... it. I had fun playing this game with you at times, but Mm -hmm. then it did feel like boring after a while. So I feel like the best I could say is for this game is it's, it's a game to play when DLC comes out, Mm -hmm. play that DLC and then walk away from the game. Yeah. And then when the next DLC comes out, play DLC and then walk away from the game. Like it's not a game I feel like I'm going to invest a lot of time into. Yeah. It's very, like you've said this multiple times, it seems like it's trying to be very Destiny-like. Yes. Which I can get on board with it being Destiny-like because it's cooler to be uh, an Avenger. You know? Like, I get that. I mean, even the leveling is based on, like, Destiny. Where you have your power level and then you have your character level. Yes. And And then there's other smaller mm -hmm. points that, like, Valor and fucking Willpower and some other bullshit. Which I don't really feel like even matter. As far as the, like, equipment, which adjusts all that stuff. Yeah. Honestly, all I did was, oh, this is the best tier equipment. So I would just yeah, equip that. Like I didn't care about stats on what they adjusted. They had other little stats of what they yeah. did and how they improved things. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about that. Oh, this one's yellow. That's better than purple. Yeah. So I'd equip it. Yeah. And sometimes it'd be a little bit lower level, but it would be the better tier. So I would take it. And then yeah. it... It seemed to work out. Yeah. I got a little bogged down in the details of those a little bit. And then I finally was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what you did. And it was mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I had a hard time if I had like a five star one that was purple. But then I had a two star one that was gold. And I'm like, well, gold's technically better. Mm-hmm. And it has a higher power. But nah. And I was like, nah, I shouldn't care. And it's, just, mm-hmm. it's not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm playing on easy anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, and I, I played it on normal. So. Yeah. I think it's fun enough if you can get the game for cheap or if it hits... Yes. Like, let's say fingers crossed Game Pass or Yeah. Or play it's on PlayStation now currently, but I think it's the PS4 version. So just know that. If there's any more problems, it's 
going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's not a game I would pay $60 for. Even though, like, the leveling is based around investing a lot of time into the game for the characters. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, it's not worth it, I don't think, for how redundant the missions seem to be. Yeah, I agree. Overall, this one was a slicer for me because I did really enjoy playing with you and I probably would do want to play it a little more. Yeah, um, I, I'll play it more with you. Yeah. I, I just... But I don't see this being a long-term playing game. Yeah, like I said, it for me, I'll play a little bit more, but overall, I think I'm only going to come back to when there's DLC. Mm-hmm. You know, I specifically wanted it on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You know, they got me with that because I wasn't going to buy it on Xbox and then have no Spider-Man access. Yes. You know, granted, we've kind of established all the characters are essentially the same fucking thing, just different skins, right? Yeah. But I don't want to feel like I'm getting less for the same price. Exactly. Of course, we also waited for a sale, so we did. We got yeah. for twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. and for the two of us to both play, so yes. Saved a bit. I decided it was good enough at that point yeah. to buy it. Yeah, twelve fifty a piece is okay. <laughs> Plus, we you know as many glitches as we had to deal with was a yeah. decent amount for how long the game's been out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we probably skipped a lot of them mm-hmm. by having updates at some point between these time that we haven't had the game right. Exactly. So it's playable. With some exceptional problems that you may run into, but mm-hmm. a simple restart would be all it would take. Yeah. Other than that, it's... I'd say get it for the campaign, not the multiplayer. Yeah, I agree. Final verdict for me is I'm going to give it a... I'll test it. Okay. It. I was more impressed than I thought I would be, but I was also disappointed in what I expected. Yeah, I get it. That's it. That's our Avengers review. Yes, and that is it for our episode. So, thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate you. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. We can interact with us all week long. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod, or send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. Please head over to um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever podcast service you're using, and leave us a rating or review, all of the above. Leave us a rating or review because we would appreciate it and we need to get people to tell others that they like us so we'll get more listeners. That'd be great. We need that reassurance. Yes, we do. Um, A mirror can only go so far. (laughs) Yeah. We have walls of mirrors and it's just not enough. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And uh, if you also, you can check us out on our website, dtfcast.com in your spare time. That's it for the nostalgic episode 90 of Dissecting This Fiction. (laughs) Bye-bye.